Hey everybody, you're watching ABC News. I'm John Santucci in Washington alongside Justin Fischel. It has been the week-long battle for Judge Kavanaugh. We're going to jump into that in just a second, but we're going to begin with that bombshell report first reported by the New York Times and confirmed by ABC News that there is a major crisis right now over the Department of Justice and it involves Rod Rosenstein. So we were talking about this earlier, Justin. Yeah. The New York Times story, and we've now confirmed, as I said, is breaking this down. What they're saying, and what we've now also reported, is that it was during conversations that Rosenstein had with the acting director of the FBI, right. Andrew McCabe, McCabe, that he was encouraging McCabe and or others to wear a wire right. in their dealings with President Trump. And the big one is that it was Rosenstein that was suggesting an idea, allegedly, to invoke the 25th Amendment, and he believed that he could get two members of the president's cabinet on board, Jeff Sessions right. and John and Kelly. None of, this, none of this actually came to fruition, obviously, but it's clear that Rosenstein, from this reporting, was totally freaked out mm -hmm. about the idea that the president used that that memo that Rosenstein drafted as his full justification for, right. for firing Comey. I think Rosenstein knew that that wasn't the only reason he fired Comey. He was really freaked out that it was pinned on him completely. Mm -hmm. And then he, you know, started, apparently the report, he started throwing out ideas like, well, he didn't like the way he was doing the interviews to replace Comey. He didn't right. think he was taking seriously. He said, someone right. should go in there and, and wear a wire. Yeah. Now he says he wasn't being serious about that whole thing. Mm -hmm. in, in fact, um, you know, he, he he's presenting it more as of a, of a joke. But yeah, and one one source actually present for one of those meetings told ABC News that right. they believed the source that, that it that was a right. joke, thought it was in jest is what this source told right. on Mike Levine. Um, you know, as, as we just follow this, though, I mean, it is certainly ammunition right at this moment oh, that man. if the president wants to go after the DOJ, go yeah. after Jeff Sessions, go after Rod Rosenstein, well. This could be seen yeah. as a and I'm right away. What you think about this? Because yeah. as we know, he does not need a lot more ammo to attack his Justice nope. Department officials. He's had big hang-ups with uh, uh, Rosenstein so far over approving these FISA warrants. Yeah. Um, you'll remember that Joe De Genova and a number of his uh, the president's allies were encouraging him to fire Rosenstein after right. he approved the Cohen raid. I mean, the president right. was really upset about that at the time. Um, so that's the big question. Yeah. What's he going to do? Well, it's totally. And I just want to point out, though, we've obtained this statement from Rod Rosenstein by the DOJ, and he is flatly denying um, right. the allegations that are in this story, saying that um, he never had any understanding um, of this, said the Times story is completely inaccurate, factually incorrect. I will not further comment on a story based on anonymous sources who are obviously biased against the department and are advancing their own personal say, agenda. John, can I just say, yeah. yes, it is. A yes, it is a denial. It's not mm -hmm. a categorical denial. I mean, right. he could have gone out there and say, I didn't talk about invoking right. the 25th Amendment. Well, and he does I didn't say, though, but let me be clear, there's yeah. no basis for, right. for invoking it. But it's so one of it's these traps. trying to save that, the job, for sure. It, it's one of these traps that they fall into. Without that explicit categorical denial, yeah. it raises some doubt. We saw that. I mean, I, yeah. I always go back to Rex Tillerson, mm -hmm. who was not able to deny the yeah. moron comment and without that clear and explicit right. denial, you know, it can backfire. 100%. I do want to bring in ABC's Jordan Phelps on this topic. And Jordan, um, I, I think we all uh, remember, you know, it does feel like every day um, the president's attacking the DOJ, but it was a statement he made uh, earlier this week in an interview uh, that he said, uh, I don't have an attorney general, uh, referring to Jeff Sessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and of course, we see the president go after his attorney general on a regular basis. Uh, we don't see him directly go after Rosenstein the way he does Sessions. 
but presumably he's upset with his entire leadership at the Justice Department. Um, but this is significant because this all this new reporting comes at a time when this president is, as you've noted, is extremely mm -hmm. frustrated with this Justice Department. So this really adds ammo to that. Just last night at a Trump rally, the president uh, kind of asked the crowd, you know, sarcastically, what do you think of how our Justice Department is doing? Now, yeah. we have reached out to the White House for reaction to this report. So far, mm -hmm. they are silent. Uh, but, John, the day is young. We have another Trump rally ahead of us tonight, so stay tuned. Well, and, and I mean, already, Jordan, we're seeing, uh, you know, a loyalist for the president come out on both sides of this. I do want to show um, his eldest son, Donald Trump Jr., um, who always wages in uh, to this war in defense of his father, um, is tweeting a little earlier saying, shocked, absolutely shocked. Oh, who are we kidding at this point? No one is shocked that these guys would do anything in their power to undermine real Donald Trump. But on the flip side of that, Another voice in the president's ear quite often, Lindsey Graham, uh, mm -hmm. is saying when it comes to President Trump, beware of anything from the New York Times. And again, I just want to be clear, um, because the Times is actually currently retweeting ABC's reporting, we have matched um, a large part of that yeah, story I, I from don't multiple know, sources. I don't know what Lindsey Graham is really getting at there. Um, I think that what we're going to see uh, is the recommendations to fire and pile up. Mm -hmm. Again, we've mentioned a few uh, Laura Ingram being one of them. Yep. But he's got a big decision to make here. Sure. And, and if he does fire Rosenstein, what I find really interesting is what happens, who who's next in line. And since they don't right. have a number three well, right now. Well, that's just it. The succession's totally confusing. If there's this, the, the, uh, the solicitor general yep. is actually next in line, uh, Noel Francisco. And it's not entirely clear that he would be... Uh, more easily swayed by the president's opinions about yep. the FISAs and the Russian investigation be more yeah. of a hawk that the president wants. So it's not, it, 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 it's a big political risk to fire Rosenstein. I mean, he, he the replacement might, be, yeah. might not be exactly what he wants. It, it, a, a lot here. Um, for all the latest on this, you can go to abcnews.com right now. We have a full story uh, up on the site from the team. We'll have much more of it tonight um, on World News Tonight with David Muir, Pierre Thomas, leading our coverage on that. I do want to move on, though, um, because it has been the week of Judge Kavanaugh. What is yeah. happening up on Capitol Hill? Um, it sounds like every second we're getting a development. We're not mm -hmm. sure where this is going right now. But I do want to bring in someone that knows a heck of a lot okay. of us combined times two. And that's our colleague, Trish Turner. She's oh, yeah. been following this from the get-go. She was there for the multiple hours uh, of confirmation hearings. And potentially, Trish, uh, more hearings next week. Oh, joy. <laughs> that's what we all want. Yeah, so it, we, it's been a week full of Kavanaugh. That's true. I Literally, we are stalking the halls for every development. Uh, it, and it seems like every, the developments change moment to moment. So, uh, you know, the latest is that uh, Republicans, after a conference call together, committee Republicans this morning, they decided to make w what essentially is being called a counteroffer mm -hmm. to uh, Dr. Ford and her attorneys, uh, through her attorneys. So um, she apparently uh, suffers from claustrophobia, we understand, and so she is driving um, from mm. California to D.C. Oh, um, this, uh, we're told, is a bit of a bit part of the trauma um, that uh, that is that she claims uh, to have suffered 
from this incident 36 years ago. So right. anyway, so Republicans have said, look, we want you to appear instead of Thursday, the way her lawyers mm -hmm. had presented, um, they want uh, to, to, Republicans want her to appear on Wednesday. They're anxious to get this, uh, get this moving. In fact, we heard from the majority yeah. leader today, it's time for a vote. He's ready to get this going. Well, and, and one of those Republicans that really wants to get it moving is the president. He spoke uh, to Fox <laughs> News' Sean Hannity uh, last night. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. To see what's going on is, is just very, very sad. You say, why didn't somebody call the FBI 36 years ago? I mean, you could also say, when did this all happen? What's going on? Now, he, he's even come out stronger uh, since that exchange with Hannity. He tweeted uh, early this morning, um, even saying, Justin, that if there are any documents, records about this, right. put them out there. And even went as far as to say um, that, you know, invoking her loving parents. Okay, I mean, so the, 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 this definitely the, ratcheted it up to a tweet, level that we hadn't seen. The tweet is actually part of one of the fact check that I'm doing today. Uh, he says, quote, I have no doubt that if the attack on Dr. Ford was as bad as she says, Charges would have been made, imme immediately been filed with law enforcement authorities or by her loving parents. Mm -hmm. um, he should have doubt that a 15-year-old girl would not muster the courage to file a complaint with the police after mm -hmm. being sexual assault, mm -hmm. sexually assaulted, allegedly. Mm -hmm. she, uh, you know, the Bureau of Justice Statistics said that 65% of sexual assaults go unreported. Only 23% of sexual assaults or rapes were reported to police in 2016. Mm -hmm. This is not a given. Yeah. And, this, and the president weighed in on this in a really powerful way in mm -hmm. a, and 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 it's and it's not going over yeah, well yeah no not at all and, and 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 trish just before we wrap up here on this topic i mean the other thing we saw um today here in washington um was a large group of women uh that have worked with the judge um both in his career on the bench in the bush white house uh coming to his defense that's right. Uh, one point to uh, your uh, what Trump had has raised a lot of ire. He's raised the ire the ire of uh, one very important senator, uh, Susan Collins. Um, she mm -hmm. was really quite taken aback with uh, the president's tweet and his comments. So he's on uh, dangerous ground. Uh, she's a critical vote for him. But the women, uh, I went to this event, uh, the women led by Sarah Fagan, who was a political uh, director in the Bush administration. She worked with Brett Kavanaugh there. Right. It was a powerful group of women. They yeah. have known him since high school. Someone, one even dated him briefly, she said, <laughs> in college. They've known him through, they're still friends with him. I mean, it, it really uh, was pretty powerful. Some of them were uh, on the edge of tears. Those were her very, mm. those who were, you know, still his close friends. They just said there's no, he's a moral, uh, model of a dad, a husband, a friend. Um, he's, you know, stepped into the lurch for them so many times. They just don't think there's any conceivable way that mm -hmm. Brett Kavanaugh could have done what he's accused of. And Jordan Phelps, before we move on, I mean, over at the White House right now, um, there is lockstep support, um, both uh, the president's team inside a 1600 and on the outside, uh, right behind Brett Kavanaugh. They're not backing down. They're definitely behind Brett Kavanaugh, but the president today notably broke from a strategy that a source tells us he privately had brokered with Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. Uh, McConnell had privately requested that the president, according to this source, stay out of this uh, yeah. and not go after uh, the, not go after Kavanaugh's accuser. But what we saw today with these tweets from the president 
when he directly named Blasey Ford for the first time, mm -hmm. the president has broken with that strategy. The strategy of restraint is no more. This president mm. uh, is showing that he's ready to go out and fight for his nominee. One thing that has changed since yesterday is that we now know that Blasey Ford is in negotiations with the Senate to set the terms for possible testimony. So the president uh, is seeing that his nominee could uh, really be threatened here. And we know that this president, when his back's up against a wall, he mm -hmm. fights back. And that's what it appears he's doing now. So the tweets we saw this morning yep. were a break from the strategy of prior. Mm -hmm. But I bet you, John, that's going to be what we're seeing from the president from here on through the through the rest of this nomination battle. And uh, Jordan Phelps, thank you for that. Um, we do want to move on, though, before we leave everybody. And that is just, A, the crazy week that we already know we have with, with the Kavanaugh stuff. But, I mean, we've got 46 days in the midterms of today. But next week, um, a busy week for the president mm -hmm. and a lot of fun if you're in the city of New York yeah. in traffic. And that is the U.N. General Assembly That's right. starting. That's right. He's got a busy week up there at UNGA. He does. He's got, uh, he, first of all, he's chairing uh, the Council on uh, Iran, and that's a big deal for him. He's he tweeted tweeting, about he's that. tweeting about that. <laughs> um, he's got major negotiations ongoing with North, South Korea, and China. Um, he, the, Kim Jong-un is asking for another summit. Uh, there's a lot going on in the yeah. world. Um, uh, Syria uh, is not over. Uh, th th there are a number of things on his plate that week. And, and, week. And, and the other thing we have to look forward to maybe today, you know, we're always waiting on Fridays anxiously um, for fact check official yeah, Friday. Yeah, 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 I, mean, yeah. I mean, is that a we... We're doing, we're, do I do, we're just doing one fact check this week and it's about... Uh, one? Yeah. Th th I'm what happened? One. I'm, I'm, well, look, I, I call him when I see him and I'm, and I'm not making things up here. Um, and it is on, it is, however, on uh, the issue of sexual assault. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you were lazy this week, but we'll move mm -hmm. on. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us on The Briefing Room. For Justin Fischel, I'm John Santucci. Make sure to download the ABC News app for any news anytime. You are watching. You want to take this? The Briefing Room. No, ABC News. Oh, uh, yeah. ABC News, The Briefing Room.